This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Weekend Breakfast Health and Wellness. Sam Deep there with Impumelelo right here on Power 98.7. Welcome to the third hour of the show. Thank you so much for staying tuned to Power Weekend Breakfast right here on Power 98.7. And I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are having a fabulous Sunday, (laughs) Saturday morning is more like it. Um, Let's get into our health and wellness, right? That's the conversation that we'll be having in a short while. But we'll also, of course, have Chef Marcus in this very hour as well. And we'll see what he's got for us this weekend. Dr. Musima Mabunda, Discovery Vitality Head of Wellness. She is joining us in studio. We tried to have this conversation with the doc last week. But you know what it ha- what happens with load shedding and how things just don't always work out as planned. Dr. Mabunda, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me and good morning to you and your listeners. And of course, you are more than welcome to give us a call 0861-987-000. Questions, comments that you may have for Dr. Musima Mabunda. And we are speaking to Dr. Mabunda about cardiovascular disease, right? But it's also something to do with the heart, right, Doc? Correct. Um, I mean, firstly, let me thank you for raising awareness um, because it's, it is Heart Awareness Month. When we speak about heart diseases, people typically are familiar with things like stroke and heart diseases, things like heart attacks, etc. That's what we're referring to. Um, and the reason we have months like September that are dedicated to raising awareness is because we actually have a problem um, globally and locally. We're talking to like one in three deaths across the world that are attribut- attributable to heart diseases. Sure. Um, and if you bring that locally to South Africa, non-communicable diseases, which include heart diseases, are also equally prevalent in excess of 40%. So I feel like it's quite important to use platforms like like Power FM to actually get this information across to people who wouldn't, um, who wouldn't otherwise have it. But for me, what, what makes this sad or what makes it painful is part of the risk we can try and control, right? We're not completely helpless. If you look at some of the things that contribute to the risk, like smoking, excess consumption of alcohol, healthy eating, not exercising as much as we should, and excess weight. To, a, to some extent, you know that you can try and do something about it or leverage programs that support you to actually address it. Mm. Yeah, You know, when you speak about excess weight, right? Um, let me just say it. I've been told that I'm overweight, but I've been told this by, it wasn't even like a, a doctor or a dietitian. It was my fitness instructor, right? At which point do I say to myself, I really am overweight, you know, yeah. and I know that it's putting strain on my heart and my other organs. So on the latter part, I think it's going to be quite difficult for you to discern the the impact on your health Let, okay. for someone who's overweight. But for me, what I would recommend, if someone is keen to understand their weight status, when you go consult your GP for whatever reason, um, take that opportunity to get your blood pressure done and get your weight um, uh, measured because then they'll contextualize it because I know a lot of people would have challenges with BMI because though it's used as a risk mm. metric, um, it has <coughs> been shown to be correlated with, um, with some of the risk factors that we're speaking about. So your doctor will be in a position to contextualize it for you. 
So I'm a big fan of rather having a clinical professional assess. You know, and then says you're overweight. You know, because that becomes a little bit subjective based yeah. on what exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I mean, my blood pressure is always perfect. So. Oh wow. I'm good. Oh, well, that actually <laughs> says you screen regularly. If you say yeah. your BP is always, I mean, yeah. for, for, for me, that's the behavior that would be great if we all inculcate. I mean, like, I feel like once a year someone goes to a GP, like you don't even have to do scheduled screening on those opportunities where you interact with the health system. Take advantage and screen. But if you are fortunate enough that a year goes by and you haven't interacted with the health system, there's pharmacies like Discam Clicks and other independent pharmacies where you can go and, and book and screen or your local clinic, actually. I think almost all government clinics would have access mm. to the equipment that help you screen. Yeah, mm. And it's quite important to screen, right? Yeah. But doctor, uh, what are the risk factors, right, for cardiovascular diseases? So just going into detail with them, smoking is the number one. Okay. Smoking is very harmful and it's been associated with heart diseases like high blood pressure and stroke. And then I'll get to high blood pressure. It's also a risk factor. Mm-hmm. And high blood pressure is actually very common, a lot more common than we think. And a lot, many people that have high blood pressure do not know because it's silent. So someone will walk around being normal and then have a stroke and everyone is surprised that why did Musima have a stroke when mm. she seemed normal. So high blood pressure is very common. It is silent, which underscores the importance of screening. Things like diabetes, which is why when you go for these health checks, like in Vitality, we have the Vitality Health Check as well to get people to screen. You'll be screened for your glucose level as well um, and excess cholesterol. So these are the things that we screen, but you can try and manage and control. And for me, the benefit of screening is not just knowing, because knowing is valuable if you're going to take action. If you screen and your blood pressure, someone is not as fortunate as yourself, mm. so, and their blood pressure is high, the beauty is there's a healthcare system that will catch you, right? Mm. You will get your GP or your clinician recommending management. And if you have medical insurance, there probably are programs that you sign up for that walk the journey with you, okay. because these are lifelong conditions and large yeah. that's that's interesting it, i mean it, it must be very helpful you know to know that i've got a program that i'm part of that can actually help me in this very journey as a person tries to heal but i mean with things like high blood pressure is it is it curable not so i'm going to give an example of my mom as far since i've known her she's always had high blood pressure yeah. i have not come across any literature that says it's curable but it's manageable Okay. I mean, there was a time when she used to take two or three tablets and now she's on one. So so take knowing your risk and taking your medication is important. But equally, I use her as an example because to, to date, she still plays tennis during the week. She runs when she gets an opportunity. So the importance sure. of physical activity and people undermine it in reducing the risk of high blood pressure. Um, and I just want to maybe go back because every time I say, oh, someone runs, people think, oh, my goodness, like, please miss me with that one. <laughs> you can walk, actually, and realize health benefits. What we see in our data is something is always better than nothing. Yeah. Even if running is not for you, tennis, cycling, etc. walking, literally walking. If you are gifted with legs and you're able to move walking in as little as 5,000 steps. And you realize that if you just build movement, instead of sitting on the couch, walk to the bathroom, walk everywhere um, in your day, does, you don't have to literally go outside and go for a run. But if you build movement in your day, that also has health benefits that we're speaking about. So exercise is accessible to all of us. And it's good for the heart, right? Correct, correct. Really good for the so heart. So definitely it is. Definitely reducing risks like high blood pressure, risks like diabetes, the heart diseases that we're speaking about, mm. movement is actually quite powerful. 
So what then can listeners do to try and reduce their risk of cardiovascular disease? That's actually a very good question, and I'm glad you asked it, right? <laughs> so I'm going to start with know your health, right? Okay. Because I'm going to start with if you've never screened or you haven't screened in a while, pop by your GP, pop by your nearest pharmacy or clinic and know your numbers. Because if you're sitting with numbers that would benefit from medication, you would want to be treated. So for mm-hmm. me, that is important. Um, and I'll underscore if you're a vitality member, take advantage of the incentives that we have because we realize this, we actually make the health check central to the program. But the second thing for me is is diet. I know, I know, I know some of the food that are not good for us are delicious and yummy. So good. I know, but you can actually learn. Like the Vitality Healthy Food Studio, I promise you, you must come to I'm actually making you an offer. They teach you, we teach people how to make yummy, healthy foods. A a, a hack that I learned um, when we're raising awareness about diabetes is if you can, just make sure that half your plate has got plants, veggies, any plants. When you look at Mm -hmm. your plate... Half of it must be plants. A quarter protein, if you eat animal protein, is fine. Then a quarter could be carbs. If you kind of have that logic in your mind, you can look at your plate to see where you're weighing in. Because then if you do half of half of your plate, is, um, which is plants, like veggies, you've got space then to put something else that you like. So it's not that you will not indulge in some of the foods that you like. You'll eat them in moderation, but focusing on having a balanced, nutritious diet. Um, and then the the third thing that I think is worth mentioning, we touched on it, is movement. Mm. Exercise is medicine. People don't say that uh, for fun. It is actually true. And actually, exercise is accessible. You can walk. I mean, if you're like me and you love running and cycling, knock yourself out. Go oh, run and word. go to gym. I love gym <laughs> as oh, well. So you and your gym. Landy would get along. Exactly. Landy, you and I will go to gym. <laughs> and what do you enjoy doing, Seho? Look, I've had to get back into the gym, right? Um, I'm not a huge fan of it, but because of the movement and stuff I've, I've had to get back I used to walk and happily so um, and then there were situations in my neighborhood so I was like okay let's stop mm, that so that's mm, why I also then mm. you know went back to gym just to mm. be on the treadmill get the movement going and mm. that's why I also got my trainer back you know just to keep going yeah. I think it's very important and very enjoyable now and then. The pain is not nice. <laughs> I know. Take your friends hiking if you enjoy walking. There's a lot of people that I know that will tell you that exercise is not for them. They hike. They don't realize that that is some that form of exercise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't do the hike. Okay, so stay, stay, with stay with your trainer. Stay with your trainer. <laughs> <laughs> stay with your trainer and your moments of happiness in between. <laughs> so, Doc, you know, how does cholesterol play a role in, in cardiovascular disease, does it? And what is a high yeah. cholesterol level, by the way? So total cholesterol that is above five um, is considered to be high, right? But okay. typically, like, if it's above 7.5, your doctor would probably look into instituting management. And within there, uh, they would look at what they call the bad cholesterol, which is LDL cholesterol. Mm-hmm. So when you do a cholesterol, total cholesterol, you, they would also do a full lipid uh, panel and they will make sure that they give you those values. Um, I think if I am um, to be simplistic, cholesterol firstly is important in the body. We need cholesterol. It's important okay. for the cells in our body. However, unfortunately, if you eat foods that are high in saturated fats and like some of the food that people enjoy, unfortunately, they are high in saturated fats. So like takeaways? Yes. Okay. Yes, you said it, not me. <laughs> so, so those foods, unfortunately, in excess would reduce your body's ability to get rid of the bad cholesterol and then it will go up and then it will, in a simplistic form, like clog up your blood vessels. And you've heard people saying that like they've got 
plugs or clots in their in their in their blood vessels and mm. it reduces circulation. So so it's important to try and eat as little saturated fat as possible mm. so that you don't impact your body's ability to clear the the bad cholesterol because you don't want it accumulating and causing plugs in your blood vessels and reducing circulation to the important organs. Like we said, you have a stroke. When you have a stroke, there is not enough circulation in your brain, similar to heart attack. So so for me, I link cholesterol to diet okay. because you get saturated fat in your diet. So that's that plate that we spoke about that is half veggie, half plant and half lean meats. Try and remove the skin um, from the meat if you can. Try and get lean cuts of meat if you eat meat. If you're like me and trying to reduce animal protein, have plant-based protein and then have carbs. Okay, lean meat. I, nah. I get it. Nah, my lean, meat, nah, lean meat. Lean meat. <laughs> Maraline, what are we speaking to? Chicken, fish? So fortunately now many retailers brand, like if you buy, even if you buy red meat, they would say this is a lean cut of red meat. It doesn't have like excess fat. Like some you can see like it's like white. Yeah. 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 So just being choiceful and also the portion control. You can enjoy meat actually in moderation. No, meat is delicious. It has to be enjoyed. I can see (laughs) from the look on your face. So, Dr. Mabunda, let me give you an example, right? And my family will probably kill me for this. But my mom, who's tiny, has been told that she's got high cholesterol, right? And then every time I eat an egg or whatever, she's like, stop eating an egg, right? But she's she's probably one of... Look, she doesn't exercise much or whatever, but it's also because of her arthritis situation. But... She is a boiler, like she'll boil everything, right? Whatever she eats, she's always boiling. So how does it then happen that a person who doesn't like takeaways, a person who's always cooking, a person who boils her food, um, she doesn't eat meat, red meat, chicken. She only maybe will have fish and mince, definitely have fish, maybe mince. Um, but that's it, mm. right? And then mm. you get, she gets to the doctor and they're like, you've got high cholesterol. Thank you for raising this example. So there's multiple causes for disease. We've spoken about lifestyle now, but something like cholesterol, there is a genetic element. It, okay. it is not terribly uncommon uh, that a family would like would have people that have high cholesterol. It's called familial hypercholesterolemia. Mm-hmm. So there is that element as well. And what I like in the example that you raised, you can't look at someone and say, you look healthy, you don't look yeah. healthy. No, which <laughs> underscores the importance of screening. But what I like about what your mom is doing is she realizes that because she's got a high cholesterol, she needs to be mindful of the diet so she doesn't exacerbate the situation. Mm-hmm. And depending on how it is, they might, the clinician might just also recommend medication to keep it under control. So, yeah, so it is possible. You can't look, you, health is not something that you look at someone and says, you're healthy, you're, you're not, not healthy. Yeah, because there is, in some instances, a genetic element. Uh, that underpins the diseases. Okay. Yeah. In conversation with Dr. Musima Mabunda, Discovery Vitality Head of Wellness, you can give us a call 0861987000. Questions, comments that you may have for the doctor. You can also send us an X at PowerFM987 at Tsukhomaachi underscore. So, you know, Dr. Mabunda, with the work that you then do at Vitality, what are some of the things that one can benefit, you know, from maybe going into the offices or the Vitality Health Studio that you spoke about that you're inviting us to? So let me start with the Vitality Healthy Food Studio, right? Um, I stopped eating meat, red meat and chicken January last year. Mm-hmm. And then I was stuck. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to eat? Because this has been my life. So going to classes in the Healthy Food Studio where you can pick, they run classes of different cuisines. You can pick a day in a cuisine that you like and they teach you how to make that meal and you take the recipe home. 
And if you go a few times, you start learning the thread that underpins cooking healthy food. Mm. You start having the raw core ingredients and you can manage. So that's one. And the Healthy Food Studio is not just for Vitality members. Um, it's open to anyone. Um, anyone who wants to book or learn how to cook um, yummy, easy, healthy meals. And sometimes without meat, you actually will enjoy it. You will be surprised. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You'll be surprised. So, so for me, that that's quite a powerful asset because everybody needs to learn how to cook healthy, yummy meals. Many mm. of us don't know how to. Mm. So I would encourage anyone to just on Instagram, Vitality Healthy Food Studio has an, an Instagram account. Go there, check them out. Try it. Try it with your friends. You, I promise you, I, I'm almost two years now of meat, thanks to some of the recipes from the studio. Um, it would be remiss if I don't mention screening again and how the importance of incentivizing health checks. Some people actually do know about the th- risks that we're speaking about. Other mm. people don't, but there are people who know that, oh my God, this high blood pressure must go. But life happens, motivation wanes, which is why we add incentives in the Vitality Program to encourage members to screen. So if you're a Vitality member, you are incentivized to actually do a health check because it unlocks many of our ben- of our members' benefits. It's central to the program. Um, my favorite benefit, I think many people also like it, is healthy food. Many people speak about how expensive healthy foods are. Mm. But on, in Vitality, especially if you've got bank, you can maximize your discount. You actually get cash back when you buy healthy foods. Okay. And you're not left in the lurch, right? You like The foods are marked with a V. You know this is a healthy food item. Mm-hmm. So we're actually trying to work with, with our members so that when you walk into our partner stores, Woolworths Pick and Pay, you know this is V. This is like, and there's a catalog online that you can download. And when you okay. buy those, if yeah, you can get up to 75% cash back if, if you've got Discovery Bank. Um, and then another incentive worth mentioning in line with the conversation is just enabling people to exercise. So cost is one thing as well in exercise, where with the gym benefit, members get um, reduced uh, uh, discounts. They get discounts to access gym. Um, my favorite is Team Vitality, obviously. I love I love exercising with people. So with yeah. Team Vitality, um, and this program is open to everyone. Uh, we've got community of runners and cyclists. You can look up where you live to see if there's a Team Vitality community. It's not exclusive to Vitality members. Mm. You should not run alone, run in numbers. Um, you're welcome to join them. They'll welcome you. There's usually a pays group to accommodate you. Um, so that one is a, a, accessible to everyone. But for Team Vitality members, they get reduced... Um, uh, they get cashbacks when they pay for races. Ra- mm-hmm. The price of going to races has gone up, so they get cashback for those. Um, so I've mentioned, Jim, I got this through Vitality, my Garmin. Nice. Um, active gear benefit. Uh, yes, and it is due for an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> it is due for an upgrade. So, so just, so, But the theme is just giving members access to things that are good for them, for yeah. their health, or putting incentives where I know Musima is not going to go screen, but she wants the points, and then you put the points there, or you know Musima wants a garment, but she can't quite afford it, and then you put like an active gear discount, mm. and now Musima has a garment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy in Dobsonville, good morning. Good morning, Siro and the doctor. So I'd like to ask you, doctor, I run three kilometers every day. So I, like, I, I need to ask to know from her, is that three kilometers daily enough to avoid cholesterol and also about water consumption? Mm. The thing about two liters per day, is it, is it, is it something that's, that, that's like mandatory or as long as my urine isn't yellow in color, then that's enough? Okay. Thank you for that, Sammy in Dobsonville. Um, and that actually, that's a great question because I mean, I have got this big bottle at home 
and before I come to work. So it, I think it's a 1.5, I'm sure. Five. Yeah. yeah, it's a 1.5. And before I come to work, I try to have half of that. And then throughout the day, I'm drinking mm. and you know, I'll keep refilling and whatever. Mm. So I like Sammy's question. Mm. Dr. Mabunda, I'm going to request that you just hold hang 10 before we answer Sammy's question. Just want to quickly go to the news and then you can respond. Power Weekend Breakfast, health and wellness. 8.32, let's wrap up our conversation with Dr. Musima Mabunda, Discovery Vitality Head of Wellness. So Dr. Mabunda, you heard what Sammy had to mm-hmm. say, you know, about he runs the three kilometers and the issue of water consumption. Mm-hmm. Just speak to us about his concerns or what he's raised. So firstly, I think I need to congratulate him. Three kilometers every day, like that's a commitment. He's mm-hmm. built a habit of exercise and regularly. I think that's mm-hmm. actually quite powerful. Um, and if you're not doing any strength training, Sammy, I would encourage you to add a day or two where you do strength, either at home or at a local gym. The beauty with strength training is if gym is not for you, you can use things at home that act as weights, etc. So I think he's on onto a good habit because he's not doing long distances. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, on water, it is important to stay hydrated. Um, you, um, read, if you read across um, many of the publications, you'll hear people saying have 1.5 to 2 liters of water. So it is important to stay hydrated. I wouldn't say use your urine as a proxy, but obviously if you find that you're drinking more than 1.5 to 2 liters and your re- urine is concentrated, that shouldn't be that like, yeah. That's a problem. But, but I think definitely if you are drinking water, Sammy, please do continue anyway. It is the healthiest beverage. Mm. Um, if you look at the Vitality Healthy Food catalog, we encourage people to drink water and to make drinking water the preferred beverage, actually, mm. because not only does it hydrate, it's healthy and then no empty calories as well. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Mabunda, for those who'd like to get in touch with you or get more information um, about how to stay healthy, how can mm-hmm. they do so? So, two ways. On LinkedIn, um, I'm on LinkedIn as Dr. Musima Mabunda or on Instagram. Um, now I have to think. As MN Musima. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, on the Vitality page, or dis- if you go to discover.co.za on the Vitality page, there's a wealth of information beyond what I can ever provide you. So let that be your first portal of contact, but feel free to reach out on social media. I'd be happy to interact. Thank you so much, yeah. Dr. Musima Mabunda, speaking to us about Heart Awareness Month. Keep those hearts healthy. The best way to do it is to exercise, 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 exercise. There's other things, of course, like what Dr. Mabunda said, but definitely do exercise. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.